0: Thank you for tuning in to a couple of Kemers podcast. I am your co-host, Francesca. People call me Frankie.
1: And I'm your co-host, Christopher. People call me Chris.
0: Like normal, we're going to start off with Attitude Attitude of of Gratitude. You can go first.
1: Well, I am grateful for getting the weather actually getting better, although we had some snow today, I heard. But it didn't stick. No, thank goodness. But, you know, that's the weather around here, Michigan. Um, But also, I am grateful for just being healthy and staying on top of me, my health and our health together, and yeah, I'm I'm just really grateful for, like I said, the weather improving and our health, and being able to wake up every day and know that I still have a job, so what are you thankful for, babe?
0: I'm thankful for my brain, because people don't seem to have them or use them. (laughs) And I almost wanted to skip this segment today. Chris says we have to do our attitude of gratitude. So that's what I'm thankful for today. And that's going to whip us into the topic of today, which is essentially toxic Christianity. Christianity. Yeah. And the things that toxic Christianity may create or we have seen in recent news as well as over time there's just <laughs> themes of that. So we'll just discuss that today. Toxic Christianity. Yes. You want to start?
1: <laughs> sure. Um yeah, to me when it comes to condemning people or judging people for different things mm even though some of these things um, people who identify as Christians may have done themselves or have engaged in, not to say that, you know, you can't change or you can't adjust and improve um, who you are and your behaviors over time. However, understand that just because you may not be struggling with that behavior or that situation doesn't mean that someone else who is dealing with it or struggling with it, you have to condemn them.
0: Mind you, we identify as Christians. Yes. So, I mean, we're speaking to our own people, essentially. I don't know. I don't yes. really. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah. I I know. It's, it's horrible. And that, it makes me think about. Something my my pastor at my church years ago, I mean, he's no longer the minister there or the pastor there now, but years ago, he used to have a saying um, for his sermons, which was, you know, there's a difference between Christians and church folks. For
0: sure.
1: And I think a lot of the, when we talk about toxic Christianity, I think a lot of times we're making reference to those church folks, meaning they're very staunch and very about rules and regulations, knowing good and well they don't always practice what they preach. Yeah. And to me that that causes not even causes that can that could possibly lead to extremism, which a lot of times we do see and read and hear mm. with people in their views and their thoughts and their opinions. And it's okay to have your thoughts and your opinions. We're not saying don't change the way you think or how you feel. You, If you think how you think and you feel how you feel, we will respect that. But there's a difference between thinking and feeling how you think and feel, and when you project that onto other people to the point where you are not only condemning them, but you're demanding or controlling them to the point where you make them feel as though they're just automatically going to go to hell based on every and everything you say.
0: Right. Can't do nothing right. No.
1: They have to do things this way or that way, and I'm like...
0: Or they're going to hell.
1: Right. I'm thinking like, okay, so you back it up with scripture, but it's like it almost sounds, it almost comes across like you point out certain scripture to help justify mm-hmm. or support your claim. Mm. and the problem with that is, especially since us being college educated, that we've learned is that you just can't look up articles and pick out certain sentences and phrases and then say, okay, I did my research paper, so this supports my whole thesis. It doesn't work that way.
0: Some people do do it that way, though.
1: Yeah. (laughs) and I mean, I know it's a topic for the day, but but I just use that as an analogy to say that you know, everybody's not perfect. And last I checked, when you become a Christian, when you give your life to Christ, you know, first of all, when you go to the church, church is for, as they say, the sick, not the healthy. Right. And when you're around people who are sick, it doesn't do any good to, quote unquote, as the adage will say, pour salt in the wound. It, it doesn't do good. You don't know what a person's going through, or what they've been through in their lives. And it's not your job to tell them how to get over something, when to get over it, and the ways in which to go about getting over it. That's not your place. That is not your job. You can introduce someone to Christ without condemning or judging them. It doesn't work that way.
0: Right. So what we'll kind of sparked this conversation We'll get to that a little bit later, but let's do talk about the hot topic on the table right now, which is the little Nas X oh, yeah. and his whole situation. Now, I won't say that we like deeply researched all of this, but we have been seeing a lot and talked with a few people that we know, and we did watch not too long ago, within an hour from this conversation, um, from recording the podcast, that we watched his video. And honestly, I mean, the things that I've seen and heard and discussed, I thought this video was going to be like, whoa, like over the top, like, oh my gosh, shocking, jaw-dropping. To me, it was so basic. Like, honestly, I was so unimpressed. I mean, no shade to him. Um, I don't really watch music videos anyway, haven't for... A long time. I mean, regularly, you know, that was more of my teenage years that I was really watching music videos. So I'm not trying to say I'm on the up and up of all the music videos, but just in my experience in video uh, music videos, that was, I mean, basic. I don't know. I mean, yes, I get there were visuals. You know, in the beginning, he had the snake, like the Garden of Eden, and he makes out with the devil and you know, in the form of the serpent and then he gets on the stripper pole and goes down to hell, which I mean when I say it it's funny to me, like stripper pole down the hill. Like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just my personality, but I just I just feel like in general with him and anyone else No matter their celebrity or their average personality, whatever, everyone has to count for their own sins. Like, I'm not sitting here trying to condemn him. Honestly, I mean, yeah, then it gets to the scene of the devil and him, you know, dancing on the devil, giving him a lap dance. And, you know, it's open knowledge that Lil Nas X is homosexual, gay, whatever he identifies as. He likes men. I don't know if he likes women or not. I don't know. And I don't care. But I just feel like, you know, I've heard that he said that it was reaction from being told his whole life that he was going to go to hell because he was gay. And like, to me, this is the result of toxic Christianity. And I'm not shocked at all. Do I think it was a bit extreme? Yeah, but I don't know how much of an extreme experience he had with Christianity, because there's some extremists out there, no. and I mean, even if maybe it—I don't know his story. So, even if maybe it didn't happen directly to him, you know, if he has his a community, the LGBT community and friends that have different experiences, and he's—we've all heard stories that are horrible that didn't exactly happen to us, but we're knowledgeable that it's happening and you get emotionally charged from that. So I'm sure it's all that probably personal experience, experience he's heard through people he loves and cares for. And he has his platform and this is the way he chose to express it. Would I have done that? No, neither would I like, I'm not saying that it's not extreme. I'm not saying that, you know, it's, okay and you know throwing the whole parent card in there we're not parents so I don't really want to speak on it from whether your child should be watching that much because I'm not a parent I can speak from being parented that I don't think my mom would have loved for me to watch that Um, Mm,
1: my mom would have never let me watch that
0: either No, I mean I think as a teenager my mom probably would be like I mean she wouldn't my, my parents were not strict on like what I watched when I got older um, and I just think it was different because the internet wasn't a thing when I was growing up that little. Exactly. You know, like at five, six, seven, I'm sure they would be like, no. I mean, they really monitored what I watched as far as, you know, I had my tapes and I watched those. So they knew what I was watching because we had, I grew up on VHS tapes. Me too. So I had, you know, that and I mainly watched that got older and started watching, you know, like Nickelodeon. I watched a lot of PBS, stuff like that. But I mean, I'm sure if I was that little, my mom would not let me watch that. As a teenager, my mom didn't really monitor that stuff. I think had I had a behavioral shift that she didn't like, she probably would research of what I'm, you know, everything. And if that came to be the case, but I mean, I was a pretty well-behaved kid. I didn't, get into much. I was pretty boring, you know, whatever. I wasn't excited and sneaking out and all that stuff. That just wasn't me. So um I don't think my mom felt the need to check me on too much because I didn't, you know, act or react in, in those ways that caused that alarmed her. So anyway, I just I don't think I would let my child, my young child watch it. I wouldn't no. love for my even teen to watch it but like at the same time kids are exposed to so much even if they don't have access to the internet just other kids at school who do have access to whatever you know i mean you can't control they're that. Ex- they're exposed to so much more mm-hmm. than i believe we were um and Absolutely. not you know and it just depends on where you grew up and and what your community was like but in general they just have so much more access So, that being said, Mm -hmm. I don't think the little Nas X is a huge deal. I heard about the shoe thing. It's just strange. To me, it's all strange. I don't understand it. I don't, you know, resonate with it. But I could see where if you have been, you know, placed in this place of fear your whole life. And then you grow into, because he's pretty young. So if you grow up and you start forming your own independent thinking and you just, to me, this is him kind of just opening his eyes to the world and learning more about what's out there outside of his little community maybe that he came from, whatever corner of the earth he came from, whether even if it's a big city or not. I mean, when you're only exposed to certain things, that's all you know. So him being celebrity and all that, I'm sure he's gotten exposure to a ton of stuff that he never had opened his eyes to before, and now this is his way of expressing it. I'm not, you know, rooting them on necessarily, but I'm not bashing them either. Like it just is what it is. It's not for me. I'm not gonna, you know, try. It's not a, you know, I heard the shoe thing. They sold out, and you know, the the to make them unique, they have blood of the workers in it. Like that's just weird to me. That is strange. I don't. I don't mess with that stuff. You know, I do believe in, you know, spirituality and things like that. And I think that is kind of, kind of pushing the envelope there. You know, some things that I'm not comfortable with, not familiar with. I'm not going to condemn it and say that it's absolutely something wrong. But I know if something in my spirit is not comfortable with it, then I trust me. And that's not for me. And I don't think it's a across the board thing with spirituality, So I know for me and my spirit, it's not okay. But I can't say that it's not for yours or, you know. But I just think, like, this is the result of toxic Christianity. Like, when you start imparting fear in people, children, young young humans, they're so afraid to do anything. I mean, you can apply this to so many things, not just homosexuality. Like so many things the church condemns and you know um shames and places fear for you to do things
1: and it shouldn't be like that and i and i think when these so many people who have these experiences have them it then becomes a thing where oh Christianity is bad and that's not the case to me right it's not that christianity that's the is result. bad Right, Christianity is not bad at all. It's the people.
0: The representatives.
1: Exactly, the representatives that are the concern, not the religion itself.
0: You said Christians and church folks.
1: Right, because there's a difference. There's a difference.
0: Huge difference. I personally don't mess around with the church folks, but that's a whole nother podcast. Because I don't, church folks, I personally have not had great experience with church folks. Me but either. I've been able to, as a Christian, to separate the two. But some people don't separate the two.
1: No. Not at all. And, you know, people... I mean, well, because here's, here's a prime, easy example of how it's people and not the religion. I mean, number one, Christianity has so many denominations and sects within it. I mean, that's just the prime, easy example. Because No one is going to agree on everything. And guess what? That is okay. We don't have to see everything eye to eye. That is totally fine. However, just because someone doesn't agree with you or you don't share the same thoughts or opinions doesn't give you the right to condemn them. Nor does it give you the right to say things that are reflective of what I consider, what we consider to be extremist views. I mean... There's been so many examples throughout our country, throughout history of people who have been extremists and use Christianity to express their views. One, I mean, just saying as an example, the KKK. Yeah. They use Christianity. Huge.
0: Yeah, they, they say they're Christians.
1: They say they're Christians. And they often use the scripture about Ham, which, the Curse of Fam, which I know we had a side conversation about that before, mm-hmm. but they use that, too, to justify the inferiority of black people. Right. I mean, come on now, but, I mean, I guess no one really talks about the KKK because, I mean, it's not like they're active, but people still think this way, and they still mean, have like they're this They're not view.
0: active. They are active.
1: Well, what I mean is they're not
0: overtly
1: overtly active I you're right they are yeah no you're right overtly is what I was trying to say like you don't overtly see them just going out doing things whatever burning
0: crosses
1: right but they they still they still do it but yet yeah they do but yet they identify as Christians they identify as Christians and that is their basis because what do they use they burn a cross yep but I guess for some people, they, they, they would categorize this as different. But that's an example to me of extremist Christians or toxic Christians. As well as you had a famous minister, Jim Jones, committed the largest mass suicide in history. But he was a Christian. I'm just saying. That's, that's another example to me of toxic Christianity. And so many people followed him and believed in him.
0: Those and yeah, that's true. And those are smaller in not smaller, like it's a huge incident, but I wouldn't say like across the board you see that. Yeah. Like those were like smaller groups of true. extremists. True. But like when we talk about homosexuality and shaming of that, I think that's a general consist consensus. Yeah. In like all walks of Christian mm-hmm. Christianity. That's like, true. I think that,
1: oh, you hom- know, there's
0: something, huh?
1: No, I was just going to say, yeah, homosexuality is one. Right, and like I was saying, saying they're
0: going to, to hell like, because they're gay, because they mm-hmm. like the same sex, like, what? I don't know. I mean, I, I know. I I know the scriptures it comes from, but that's not how you bring someone to Christ or bring someone to the religion mm-hmm. to walk and be Christ-like. That's not how you do it. And... Exactly. You know, I was always taught one sin is not bigger than the other. So Me too. the fact that you lie to your husband is no different than him being gay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. No. You lying to your husband yeah. is the same as Lil Nas X being gay. I mean, I, I who am I to judge? I am not. I'm not about to sit there and tell you that no, no. What? It's just the fear. They try, they try to use fear, which lots of religions do, but this is the reaction that you get. This is what happens. This is one of the many ways outside of, you know, things like suicide and shooting up schools. We'll You know, there's so many things, so many. And you can't blame that all on Christianity. No, I'm not saying that. But there are very strong negative results from toxic Christianity.
1: Premarital sex is another one. Right, which how many of us have been born out of premarital sex? I'm just saying, in the fact that you know you love some some people love to preach about not engaging. Not to say that is wrong. To say that that's not what we're, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, you if someone does that, okay, it's a sin, but do not say they're going to hell for it.
0: Yeah. Or shame them so much that they just experience guilt their whole life.
1: To the point where they don't even wanna engage in sex when they're married.
0: It's a whole nother situation. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But another thing that we discussed that really got us like this today's topic is something that we saw on the internet, and it was not a troll, it was not an internet troll has been verified that this is, uh, this person's honest opinion. Um, so don't think it's like, oh, why are you responding to a troll? No, 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 no. This was a verified honest opinion that, um, now this is adult conversation. So if you got your kids listening, you might want to turn it off. Um. Or
1: have them go to a different
0: room. Or whatever you do. Had your kids, how'd your wife. No, just kidding. But anyway, um. <laughs> the idea—I've never heard this before—and if you have listened to our intro, our intro uh, podcast or not, you know I was raised in Christian school. Chris was raised in Christian school. We were raised by Christian family members. You know, our our families are Christian through and through for the most part. So we've been around Christians and Christian doctrine our whole life. We've also experienced, you know, many people in our lifetimes came across people of all different walks of life, had, you know, religious, whatever, lifestyle, all diversity there. And I have never, ever heard this, this point of view that we, we came across is that oral sex is a homosexual act, even if it's done with. Heterosexual, like, even if heterosexuals do it. Never heard that before.
1: Me either. And this I, I still
0: don't understand the basis of it. I was even like, Chris, are you sure those were the right words? Not any other type of sex. ain't no, Not, you know, go down the whole list. Because I could, I've, you know, I've heard specifically, I don't even say Christians, just homophobic people thinking that you know anal sex is gay no matter who's doing it and I just feel like in general I don't think you can even like label sex as like the, the acts itself as gay straight like it's just that kind of sex Like, there's no, to me, there's no sex that's specific for heterosexuals, that's specific for homosexuals. Like, yes, of course, because of anatomy, sometimes it's done more in, you know, certain relationships than others because of anatomy. But I don't think that, like, that's gay sex, necessarily, just because of what it's done. So you can't say that oral sex is gay. I I, I just... I don't get it. And I don't even get the reason like like I said I've heard about the anal sex thing and I can understand where it might have stemmed from because that's typically done between two men. Blah, 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 blah. Um but it's definitely heterosexual couples that engage in anal sex. So yeah. I just I just but, but, okay, so I I can kind of I don't agree, but I can understand where that thought process for anal. But for oral, I don't get it. Like, I'm just like, where does that come from? So if you guys listening know someone or believe yourself that this is, you know, that's true about oral sex, please let me know. Because I'm genuinely confused. I don't even know. Never heard that before.
1: Neither have I. I... That's That's news for me. I've never heard that in my entire life, I don't even know where it could possibly be or come from. The only thing I can think of is, again, there, you know, there are some people that are... their Their ideology is so myopic in the fact that when it comes to sex, their views are only focused on intercourse. And to me, um, sex is beyond solely intercourse. There's other, like, to me, that's like saying the only way you can be intimate is by having intercourse, and that's that's just flat out not true. Wait,
0: that's, are you saying sex is beyond intercourse, or are you saying intimacy is beyond sex?
1: What I'm saying is, like intimacy, is beyond sex because yeah. there's ways to be intimate with someone and not, quote unquote, have intercourse with them.
0: People are just obsessed with sex.
1: This society is obsessed with sex, good and bad. Like it's, it's really really sad. You know, speaking on sex because, I mean, I know it's is kind of off topic. Topic, but I know you know we mentioned or I talked about. You know the whole thing with, um, people who have to you know register as sex offenders, but yet serial killers don't have to register. I'm just saying. I, I mean, something's fishy. I mean, it it bothers me that someone who may have killed one, two, maybe three people could be walking around where I live, or if I go to the grocery store or the mall. They could be walking past me all oh, every every few minutes or every hour, whatever. That's okay, but someone who committed a sex crime, they have to it's only them that have to register and stay away. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know what? I think they both need to be on the list. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah,
0: I know a lot of people, you know, especially cuz I think the sex offender list became like a thing when we were young, right? Yep. It's fairly new. Like, in the, the history of the world. It's fairly new. So, mm-hmm. um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, you can base, like, where you're going to move and where you're going to live. Like, you can see everyone in your neighborhood that's a sex offender. And I don't want to say that that's necessarily wrong, in my opinion. But, I, like you said, I would also like to know who's a convicted serial killer. Like, that's important. Who breaks in the homes? Right. Who steals cars. I'm just saying. I just would like to know. I mean. I want to be. It almost makes you think like if you're just going to like, you know, the scarlet letter type mentality where it's like maybe everyone should just be labeled for all the things they're doing. Like, I feel like either you got to do that or just don't do any of it and live the way we've lived for centuries and not knowing unless you know. If you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. Um. So, yeah, it's definitely problematic and controversial that um, only sex offenders are registered, but then it's like, where do you draw the line? You know, I yeah. I never really thought of that until I met you. You brought that to my attention and I was like, you're right. Because yeah. I always was like, yeah, heck yeah, sex offenders, la, 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 la. And it's also like different kinds of sex offenders. You can get on the sex offender list for urinating in public. And like I really don't care. Like I mean, to be honest, like in my family, country people, they that's how they grew up. You see a tree, men, you know, you see a tree, you go like a tree is a bathroom. And that's just it, but like if you out here in the city, you can a tree is not a bathroom and in fact, if you get caught using the tree as a bathroom,
1: and someone feels offended, they go tell on you. And uh, they... you're a sex
0: offender now. So it's just, I mean, I'm I'm poking fun a little bit, but, I mean, but that really could happen?
1: Yeah, our country, our society is just really obsessed with sex, and even like I said, going back to toxic Christianity, it it really does show. Is it really rears its ugly head and. There's nothing wrong with feeling how you feel and with your thoughts. We understand what's in the Bible, where Scripture and all that comes from. However, again, if you're trying to introduce someone to Christ, um, condemning them and shaming them is not the way to do it. Because last I checked, at least from growing up throughout my life, going to Catholic schools and Christian schools and um, watching watching VHS tapes as well of, Bible stories that my mom, she used to order for me all the time. And that's how I would learn different biblical stories throughout my life as a kid growing up. You know, I never witnessed Jesus do that. I never witnessed Jesus condemn someone or shame them for whatever their sins were. And I used to think as a child that, you know, okay, so practicing Christianity means a Christian is someone who is kind, is caring, receptive, whether they agree with you or not, but they will still be there for you. They're still good people. But then I had to learn as I got older and got introduced to real life that not everyone's like that. It doesn't mean that Christianity's bad. It just means that not everyone is a good Christian. Not everyone practices what they preach or not everyone stays on the Path of what they've been taught. Some people fear off and go the extremist route.
0: Mm-hmm. And some people go the other way. I worked with a woman who she was actually raised by the KKK. So she was raised extremist. I told you about that. And she wrote that book. And she was like telling people about it. And you know, you could buy it from her. I was oh, interested. Yeah. And then yeah. I don't know. Like it was part time work. So I didn't always see her. But She was a very interesting woman. She was a cancer survivor. And she was just like, had lots of revelations through life. But being raised in the KKK and coming out of it. um, And, you know, learning the truth for herself and her own truth. And she was a very kind lady. Would have never, never known. But she definitely was like, I don't practice any of that. Because I don't know what she identified, religious-wise. But, um, yeah. So you can, do, you can go either way. You could be raised with no spirituality, no religion, and then find one that's extreme. Or you can be raised extreme and veer away, or you can be raised extreme and keep it up. Um, but I think a lot of, like, some of our other favorite podcasters talk about um, is that... Um, now nah, I'm losing it. What do they call it? Programming. Yep. Programming. Your programming. But they have another word. Was it your original programming or something? But yeah, just your programming from how you were programmed since a child. You gotta kinda you know, unpack that and then some things just may never truly be unpacked. Um, or you can you just too hard to veer away from, it'll just always be with you. So anywho, that were our, that's what what am I saying? Those are our thoughts on all of that. Please let us know what you think. Please let us know what you think about. We can go a little Nas X, even though that's kind of run to the running the ground at this point. But um, you know, if we miss something that you think is is a key component, let us know. If you know anything about this all oral sex is homosexual sex not that it even matters like I don't care then like you know me I am I can be a little uh, clap back a little bit I'm like well I guess I'm gay then cause look honey we ain't giving that up <laughs> just saying just being real with you anywho let me know let us know if you have heard that before Agree, disagree, whatever it may be. So, Exactly. Anything else, my love? Nope. That is it for me. One quote that I found today that I think is super duper fitting to everything that we talked about today is, judging a person does not define who they are. It defines who you are. So, you think that you just... Telling them the this, that, and the third, and all you're doing is showing who you are, and it means nothing about who they are. Exactly. So, I think that's really, really fitting for today.
1: I agree.
0: We, go- we hope you guys have a great week. Sunday's the first day of the week. Um, Did you want to do the game? Yeah. The Song Association game. Yep. I Who's first? You first. Let me give you the the word.
1: Yep.
0: All right. Devil. Ooh. 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2
1: It's Devil's night. It's Devil's night. It's Devil's Night, because I came back to rule this town. It's Devil's Night, because I came back to tank was mine. A What's D, that? A little D12, you know, Detroit, what um, up, though? No.
0: Anyway, I thought you were going to say Devil went down to Georgia.
1: I thought about that, but then I'm like, I don't even know all the lyrics.
0: That's fine. I don't think you have to know all the lyrics. You just have <laughs> to know just, those lyrics that have devil in it.
1: I just would have say the devil went down to Georgia.
0: That's fine. <laughs> Anyway, either works. Uh, One point for Mr. Keemer.
1: Let's see. Uh, the word for you would be... Angel.
0: God sent me an angel from the heavens above. Send me an angel to heal my broken heart from being in love. Because all I do is cry. God send me an angel to wipe the tears from my eyes. Ooh,
1: okay. Aha.
0: In your face, Kima. Your turn. One and one. Don't mess up. Mm. <sighs> Let me see. Internet,
1: 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. I got the internet going nuts, but T-Fear has got my back, so now I'm holding my nuts. It's Paul Wall, baby, what you know about me? (laughs) I'm on it south now, baby, I at me. All right, huh. All Still do but vote votes. Okay. Um Oh you think
0: you're sweet.
1: Oh yeah, I know I am.
0: All
1: right. I was a rapper in my past
0: life, so Yeah, okay.
1: Um let's
0: see. You're crazy.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cop that cop that mixtape. You're crazy. I got bars, but that's another day. Um let's see. And yours would be
0: Phone. Phone. <laughs> um. <laughs> Mr. Telephone Man, it's something wrong with my line. When I call my baby's number, I get a click every time. Mr. Telephone Man, it's something wrong with my line. When I call my baby's number, I get a click every eyebreaker,
1: yep
0: i I raise you with a notebook 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 ten, nine, eight, seven
1: my book of rhymes inside my notebook, I scribble in my notepad, and that's all I got. who's that? I was trying to think of Nasa's song,
0: Book of Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll take your word for it. Don't be cheating.
1: I don't know. I probably did because I can't remember all the lyrics. All right, give me another one.
0: Mm, you give another one. No, we're going to okay. count that as one. Okay. Don't be okay. cheating. <laughs> I'm taking your word for it. Okay. This is on trust. <laughs> So well, you made on, that up. This is on memory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember. All right. This on trust.
1: Okay. And yours is paper. Paper.
0: Look at me now. I knew uh, it. Look I at me knew now. It. Uh, look at me now. I'm getting paper. <laughs> Okay. What the heck? Okay. <laughs> All right. Your
1: turn.
0: Yeah, but okay, fine. Uh, whoever don't win is the winner. It's the loser. That makes no sense. Whoever doesn't win is the loser. Duh. If you miss <laughs> one, you lose. Okay. Um. Mm, fan. Ten. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Dang. Ah! Okay. <laughs> you better hope that I don't get this one. Okay. Hmm. Mop. You did that on purpose. <laughs> you know I'm not going to know nothing with no mom. <laughs> mom.
1: 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, <sighs> 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
0: Dang. What you got in mind? I don't know. Isn't the rule you have to know a song?
1: Oh. oh I That's did Okay. Know.
0: That's a new rule. You got to know a song. case be giving (laughs) you words. You don't know. That's dang song.
1: Okay. So, it's a
0: draw. Yeah, let's draw it there. That was fun. Yes. Look at me now. Uh, Look at me now. What? Look at me now. I'm getting a paper. Well, you guys have a fantastic week. It's the first day of the week. Sunday. So, have a great Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And we will see you back here with a couple of keywords on Sunday.
1: Yep. Peace.
0: Thank you for listening. Make sure you rate and review if you like what you hear.
1: Also, like, subscribe, comment, and share with a friend. See ya.